welcome. Thank you for joining the Wellness Trinity podcast. I am Dr. Jacqueline, naturopathic doctor and owner of the Wellness Trinity, where we provide natural solutions for modern day wellness. Just a little disclaimer before we get started, what we discuss in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. What we do or what you do with the information is to be used at your discretion as the recommendations are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any diseases. Today, I have a special guest on our show. Her name is Dr. Gail Prager. She is a naturopathic doctor in Las Vegas, and she's been, um, along my journey, she's been quite a mentor and friend uh, as a colleague, and we've been able to bounce a lot of ideas and helping people out to reach their goals. So it, I'm really excited to have her on her show, and she actually does the therapy I don't do, but once I found out about it and what it does, I was blown away, and I, I decided that I had to do it, my fiance had to do it, and everyone that I um, meet for consultations has to do it, too. <laughs> so she does ear candling, and most of the time when people think of ear candling, they might think of these little um, candles, and I had no idea what the possibilities were of pulling things out of your, your, um, your ear canals were. So I'll let her explain a little bit more, but without further ado, welcome to the show, Gail. Thank you so much, Dr. Jacqueline. Glad to be here. So before we get started, how did you get into the field of naturopathy? Well, uh, over 25 years ago, my sister had a tumor that was growing on the side of her face. And her medical doctor told her it was uh, a calcium deposit from having too many children too close together. So she let it go, and uh, it, it got the size of a golf ball. So she finally went to um, a surgeon, a specialist, to have it removed, and they can, and it was a, a malignant tumor that had attached itself to the salivary gland and had grown back towards her brain. Well, she had surgery, and they couldn't remove it all. So she said there has to be a better way. So she went to a naturopath who was actually and also a biochemist, and he made a formula for her that she was able to take, and it dissolved the tumor. And she's fine today. And that was over 25 years ago. So that's what uh, piqued my interest in natural healing. Wow. And for you, this was a total career change, huh? Yes, yes. I was a realtor, real estate broker for over 18 years and uh, decided to give that up and pursue my passion as a naturopath. Oh, that's so awesome. And I hope that encourages some of you to follow your dreams as well. Mm. So... Let's jump into this and, and discuss ear candling. Okay. I know that you were saying that it's a technical term, uh, an acronym would be TAST, T-A-S-T. So tell us what that, what that means, what it stands for. Okay, T-A-S-T is an acronym for Thermal Auricular Sinus Therapy. Okay, and, uh, and that's actually the uh, professional term for ear candling. So. Okay. Okay, cool. So yeah, most people know it as ear candling, but in the professional realm, that's, um, we'll keep our ears out if that's what we hear too. So how does it work? Well, it works by taking a 12 to 14 inch hollow candle that's tapered at the end that is inserted into the ear canal, gently into the ear, and I light the end of the other candle um, with fire, of course, and as the candle burns, smoke rises like a chimney would work and like a vortex and that smoke goes into the ear and goes deep into the sinus cavities and it starts pulling debris from your sinus cavities and uh, 
also from the ear because the ear is, has so many crevices and it's and the way it's shaped it's so easy for uh, debris and toxins to build up there and what happens it gets into you into the eustachian tubes which is on like this part of your face right here okay mm -hmm. and, and the pressure builds up and the pressure builds up here in your sinus cavities and um, a lot of times so uh, the, the smoke will will draw all those toxins and all that bacteria out of there. Uh, I use a gentle massage motion uh, directed away from the eustachian tubes into the air canal and up around the sinus cavities above the eyebrows. And uh, I have some special formulas that I use to really loosen those things up, uh, loosen up those things, which would be the sinus cavities, to, in order to draw deep into the cavities and remove all the debris that's built up there. A lot of times the eustachian tubes are built up from, or the debris in there is built up from uh, you're using uh, Bluetooth or even wearing hats too much or earbuds or even glasses will cause that pressure to build up. But a lot of times I see it in people that fly a lot. The only way to relieve that pressure is to either take a deep breath and hold your, your nose or hold your ears and feel that pressure and blow out so you can relieve that pressure in your ears. But a lot of times it doesn't relieve it. So that's where ear candling comes in. It will remove all that debris and remove that pressure. So even um, a Bluetooth, you're saying, mm -hmm. to back it up. is that just because there's something in your ear or do you think it's because of the frequency? Well, it's because of the, in your ear, you have tympanic membranes. And if those get out of balance, it affects all your cranial nerves and all your cranial bones. So in order to um, align that and get those back in alignment, you would use the ear candling to do that. And that will help keep all your sinuses draining correctly. But if you've never had it done, that stuff builds up and it needs to be removed. Wow. Yeah, it's incredible that, I mean, you're the first person in this natural health field that I've come across or anyone that, that does it the way you do. And the, the, the things that you pull out is just incredible. So um, you also were saying before that it also helps with the throat, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, because your, your station tubes and uh, the ear canals are also connected to your throat. And a lot of times... Uh, you can pull mucus, yeast, all kinds of things that build up the back of the throat, too, out through those canals. So what are the main benefits of doing ear candling? Uh, the main benefits, the main, wow, there's a lot of them. It removes allergies. I had one guy that was had a terrible uh, allergic reaction to carrots. And after one session of ear candling, now he can eat carrots. And he just loved them and could never eat them. So he was wow. really thrilled about that. It removes toxins. It removes bacteria like strep and what's it called, anaerobic bacteria. Mm -hmm. That's a bacteria that builds up in your, inside anything or it can grow that does not need oxygen. So it will build up inside there. You can pull all, all of that stuff out. And gosh, it's just, it, it helps with your balance, with your awareness, with um, your, your sight, your taste, and uh, your hearing especially. Because a lot of people have a lot of earwax. Proper term for that is cerumen that builds up inside there. It, it's amazing how much is stored inside the ear canal, inside that inner ear. Because sometimes I pulled out pieces of cerumen and wax that are uh, three, four inches long. It's, it's amazing. You wonder where all that comes from. But once right. I pulled, it's like, wow, I can hear again. Oh my so, goodness. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing process if you've never done it. Yeah. Yeah, and then you use oils too, right? Essential oils. Yes, I will rub essential oils, usually eucalyptus and then a, uh, a menthol rub that I get from India. And I'll rub that all in your sinus cavities before I begin. And I also use a vibrator 
on there to loosen all that stuff up because the many times it's been impacted for so long and for so many years in order to get the most benefit out of air candling. I use those te techniques along with the warm cloth that I'll put in your sinus cavities before I begin to loosen all of that up so we can pull it easily and gently. Yeah. Yeah. This is why you're getting so much stuff out of versus what people are normally seeing when they do ear candling, right? Uh, I can't attest to so what someone else does usually, but this is just what I do. It's, I've just done it for so long and I've just developed my own techniques to find out what works mm -hmm. best for my clients. Yeah. Yeah, I know uh, when you did that to, to myself, I mean, that vibrator was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting a massage on my face and my head. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, uh, oil. very relaxing process for people. Yes, it was very relaxing. I left and I felt euphoria. So relaxed. It's mm -hmm. amazing when you pull junk out of your body, how maybe there's a more technical term for that, but <laughs> when you pull stuff that doesn't toxins out of your body, that doesn't belong how how amazing you can feel after or how amazing we should be really feeling on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So is this safe for people to do? Oh, it's very safe. Although people are a little concerned about lighting the end of the candle, I take every precaution I can to protect the ear and the hair around it, anything else that might get in, in the way. And I also keep a bowl of water handy and anything else I may need just in case of an emergency, but I've never had one yet and I hope I never do. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, very safe. Yeah, I, I know I was a little bit nervous about you burning <laughs> that inside of your office, but you, it seems like a very gentle process. It's not like the candle's burning really fast. No, right, no. Yeah, no. so for anyone that's nervous about having something that's like a candle in your ear, it's very slow burning type of thing. And then how big are your candles? I use the largest ones I can get. They're usually about an inch in diameter and 12 to 14 inches long. Okay. And because of the size, I do believe is what gives me that extra energy or gives the candle the extra energy to pull deep inside the sinus cavities, along with the other processes that I use. Yeah, and you were saying that also when you stick the candle in, it has to create a suction or something like that? It creates a vortex. It works like a chimney. Okay, if you, the chimney is going to, when you look at the top of the chimney, you can see the smoke coming to the top of the chimney. Same concept, okay, but you have to create that suction or vacuum, I guess, so to speak. So when I stir the candle, I always make sure that I don't see any smoke coming out around the edge of the candle into the air because then uh, it won't create that suction that you need. So that's the trick. Okay, yeah, well, along with all your other massaging and oils and the vibrator. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like definitely the grand treatment therapy days. I've never had that. It actually doesn't sound, I know for sure, because she did it on me. <laughs> so awesome. Is there any pain that's involved in this? Not usually. Only pain I've noticed that people are real sensitive to the candle sitting in their ear, and then it just it just gets just a, a slight pink. And then I, I can remove the candle and let the ear calm down for a few minutes and then return to the process. And other than that, it's just fine. It's very, very relaxing. So how many of these do people generally need? Well, that depends on the person. Pilots, for instance, this is just great for pilots because they work around all the, the jet fuel all day and the toxins, in the environmental toxins there seem to build up quite rapidly. So for someone like them, they probably could benefit from it like every 90 days or every three months. The normal average person that takes care of themselves probably, I would say, once every six months would be oh, okay. adequate. So basically the more toxins people have or, or are exposed to daily, then the more that they're going to need 
that at least up front. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Just like any other detox program, pretty much. Right. Yeah, that, that makes sense. And then how often can someone do it if they have a big toxic load? Oh, you could do it. I, I would not suggest doing it more than once a week if, if needed, if there's really a lot of um, debris and toxins and yeast and mold that need to be removed because uh, it can throw off your balance if you're not careful. And we want the body to readjust to how it should be after the candling. Get used to it so you can come back for your next session and not have any problems. Uh, yeah, I remember that you explaining that too. And I, I think just like any other detoxing, if you detox too fast, your body just doesn't, it's not used to being normal almost. <laughs> and, then, and then there's other things that go along with it too, other detox reactions as well. So I can, I can see why, you know, not doing it one right after the other is probably a good, you know, good to wait. What are some other things that you found in there besides yeast and fungus? <laughs> uh, I have pulled insects from uh, ears, from uh, the sinus cavities probably. And uh, I had uh, a hairdresser and she was having TMJ problems. And uh, I candled one side of her ear and she said, oh my gosh, my jaw no longer hurts. Well, when I did and I poured the debris out of the candle onto the plate so you can see what's, what's being removed, a good sized bug or insect so to speak, came out, and she was just amazed. And I can't say that it was the insect that was causing the TMJ from them, but I'm pretty sure it was. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I would think that there's, it seems like a regular thing when I see your pictures that there's lots of candida and fungus as well. Mm -hmm. yeah, but I mean, if you have an insect in your face, <laughs> it could be replicating, it could be you know, a reason why there's also that fungus. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Candida as well, too, huh? right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, your diet has a lot to do with it. If you're on a good diet and you don't eat a lot of foods that, that are a lot of yeast and mold mm. in foods, it will, uh, you won't have to have it as often. So. so what are some examples of foods with the yeast and the mold that people should stay away from? Oh, sugars. First thing that comes to my mind, sugars, breads, dairy products. And some people are real susceptible to it and others aren't. So mm. it, it depends whether you feel like you are having some pressure in your face, in your sinus cavities, uh, I would remove the uh, dairy products from your diet for a while and see if that makes a difference. Nonetheless, though, if someone's already kind of done some damage, it's probably not going to be an easy thing to fix without doing ear candling, I would think. Oh, probably not, because, yeah, so impacted in there, yeah, mm -hmm. if, if that's been a problem, yeah. I mean, I found even with, you know, amongst my circle of people that I refer to you that we we are taking all these supplements and eating healthy and there's all these things we're already doing and yet there's still this fungus and candida and bugs and long cerebrum yeah. <laughs> or is that how you say it the ear the earwax how, what did, how do you say cerumen cerumen okay cerumen <laughs> yeah so um, i see a lot of is medication residue Oh, that's the other one I'm glad you Or prescription drugs. Uh -huh. The medication, the residue from that builds up in your sinus cavities. Mm -hmm. And I do see quite a bit of that when I, when I ear candle people. All wow. of them stuff, especially antibiotics. Yeah, no, totally. That's, you know, incredible that, you know, someone can be detoxing their body and yet still have all this medication residue. I remember you telling me at one point that you don't think that detox program is complete unless the ear candling is a part of it. Yes, I totally believe that because I've done complete detox programs myself without the candling and then gone back and done the candling and say, okay, 
what I'd done was not a complete detox program because you still need to detox those sinus cavities. I started including that. So you don't think that, you know, maybe IV or injections or megadosing certain types of supplements or anything like that could be enough to break down all that the fungus and the candida and all that kind of stuff that's in your sinus cavities? No, I don't. Just from experience, just watching people over the years do detox programs and all this fungus and mold and yeast and all the bacteria still still remains in the sinus cavities. And I've not found anything else that works like ear candling to remove all of that. So what do you think about the rest of the body though? If people are on these type of programs and, you know, is it just that it's easier to cleanse out of the rest of the body, do you think? Or, okay, I, I'm not understanding your question. You know, if people are taking good supplements and eating a good, good okay. diet, I would think that their body is cleansing, you know, based on what I've done with my clients and and myself and family and all that. Do you think it's harder to cleanse the sinus cavities versus if you're taking things orally or even an IV injection than the rest of the body? I don't know if it's harder, but it certainly can be difficult just because of where the sinus cavities are located and ears too. There's a lot of things that can build up behind that uh, membrane into the inner ear, okay? And all of that needs to be removed and it's very, very intricate. Even, even a regular detox to get anything up in that part of the body so it will drain properly or, or clean itself from other detox programs. Do you have any other testimonies of anything interesting? I did have one client, uh, bless her heart. Uh, she was an alcoholic, no longer, thank goodness. And uh, she worked in a very smoky and debris-filled environment. And when I, and anyway, she was under so much pressure in her head that her eyeballs were starting to come forward Okay, putting pressure so they would come out of the eye socket. And uh, her first air candling session, I was able to pull. Well, I used paper plates and then I put the debris on there, but it was probably two or three inches high and the plate was filled completely with debris from her first air candling. And her eyes just went back into her head like they were supposed to. The pressure was gone and she just looked marvelous. But that's wow. The greatest testimony that I can think of right now. Wow. Well, that's amazing. Yeah, I think, yeah. you know, there was another person I sent to you too that had a, their eyes popping out too that uh, that you were able to help fix that with uh, oh, your yeah, yeah. Sure, I, yeah. I mean, this is not the stuff yeah. that people are talking about. Their eyes no, popping right. out yeah. Yeah, right. in their head. <laughs> this is why we're talking about this right now. It's just fascinating yeah. stuff. Like, and bugs yeah. coming out of your head. Yeah. I, yeah. I remember you showed me bugs the other day too yeah. that you pulled out of somebody. And yeah. Yeah. Um, my first question was, what does the rest of the parasitic lobe look like in the rest of their body if there's three yeah. bugs yeah. that you pulled yeah. out of their head? Right. Yeah. yeah. So. She, was, uh, she was laden with a lot of mold and fungus. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I didn't know her background exactly to know where all that came from. But what a difference when that was removed for her. All the pressure was gone and her mm -hmm. eyes kind of did go back into the area of her body where they needed to be. <laughs> the other thing that I remember you talking about is that it's good for, I almost want to say vanity, <laughs> for beauty, for our, um, it makes our face kind of sink in too. Oh, sure. Yes. When you remove all that debris that's built up, especially in the eustachian tubes, your cheeks will retract, I guess, so to speak back to their normal size and where they should be. You don't have that puffiness in your face. So that, that's a benefit because I felt people's eustachian tubes that are just hard. You couldn't, even, you couldn't even push on their face right here, but just would not even indent. It was so hard. Once, yeah, once all that uh, debris is removed and, and toxins, it's amazing how it changes the shape of your face from a vanity standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it. <laughs> We're in Las Vegas here. Yeah, yeah. There is some vanity. Yeah. <laughs>
It's okay. It's all good though. What's the most amount of times that you did an ear candling for somebody? Oh man, I would say at least at least a dozen times. I have one guy that had to come every six weeks for a while because his allergies were so bad. We had to get his allergies under control too. So once that was handled, things started falling into place in his body. He didn't have to come so often. Now he doesn't come at all. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like here in Las Vegas, there's a lot of allergies that people have and mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's just because there's a lot of wind or you know stuff blowing around or what but at certain seasons I notice all of a sudden everybody's has allergies. <laughs> yeah. A lot of it too comes from the environment here the casino environment where there's so much secondhand smoke mm-hmm. people so, are you know, breathing in and also your skin takes in a lot of toxins and debris too mm-hmm. so uh, you know if you're out in our dust bowl here and even your eyes, your nose, you're going to take all that stuff in, all the debris mm-hmm. and toxins. Yeah. Even um, I heard the other day that we absorb a gallon of water when we take a shower. And so mm-hmm. if our water in our shower isn't filtered, then we're absorbing all those type of toxins as well, too. That's true. Yeah, I've never thought of that. Our body's taking a lot of things that, that shouldn't be there, unfortunately, especially out here in the desert where it's just dusty all the time. And windy quite a bit of the time, especially when you're out in the mountains. You know, mm-hmm. if you're a hiker or you just like to walk, you all take in quite a few toxins just by doing that. Yeah, so anyone's job that is dusty in general, then mm-hmm. there's stuff in the environment. My dad had a business and there was all these spices and, and just dust everywhere. And I wonder how that might have affected his health too. He ended up having cancer. So I don't, you know, now that you say that, I'm like, I wonder if it's related. Yeah, it could very well be. So we really need to take care of ourselves. Cash isn't something that most people would think of doing. And it, it's a very ancient procedure. I have documentation of where they've done it in ancient Egypt, used uh, air candles. Well, my grandmother, for instance, too, in Cherokee Indian, made her own air candles out of newspaper and wax. That's part of where my heritage comes from with the air candling, too. So it's a very, very old technique. I'm glad you mentioned that, too, because a lot of times people think that this detoxing and things like enemas or stuff like that, your candling, that it's all weird woo-woo stuff. But this stuff has been around from the beginning of time, it seems like. And it was kind of God's gift to give us these little tools to be able to pull these toxins out of our body that we're exposed to. That was definitely a good point. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you wanted to tell the listeners? Just think about having it done. It really will make a difference in your life. You'll feel so much better. And it's amazing. I've not ever had one person come to me that I didn't get quite a bit of debris, toxins, and bacteria out. Even myself, I will testify just right here in my sinuses. I I didn't feel like there were plugs, but after doing that, I all of a sudden felt like there was some emptiness in there. (laughs) There was a space that wasn't there (laughs) as much as I cleanse and detox. And that, yeah, I totally believe that took it to the next level, too. So anyway, I'm so grateful for you, Gail, and I'm so grateful that you do this service. And one day, we're going to have to nudge you to teach people how to do this, too. So it spreads, and the the world needs this type of service. Yes, thank you. Um, Thank you. um, All right, well, let's tell the listeners where they can find you. You can call or text me at 702-413-4565. I'm sorry, my website is down at the moment, but hopefully that will be up running soon. Is the website going to be the same, though? Domain name? Yes. And that will be harvestinghealthlv.com. Okay. Harvestinghealthlv.com. Yes. Okay. All right, you guys. Make sure you give her a call and get your ears candled. 
and she has all kinds of other good goodies that she loves to pull out too. So you can kind of pick her brain about those things too. Anyway, thank you so much for joining the show and have a blessed day. Thank you, Dr. Chaplin. And if any of you are interested in learning more about having a consultation with me to discover what is at the root of your health and fitness challenges so you can live the best life that you can live and fulfill your callings and purpose in life, please visit thewellnesstrinity.com to learn more about our in-office and distant consultations. So-